Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast from MyFishingCapeCod.com. This is your host, Kevin Collins, back with you for a special Christmas edition of the podcast here in December of 2021. This will be our final show for the calendar year 2021, and we're going to make it a very special one for you today. We've got four great guests lined up on today's program, starting with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. We're next going to be joined by Ian McPartland from down behind the counter at the Goose Hummock Shop in Orleans. Next up will be Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. And last but certainly not least is going to be our featured guest on today's program, and that's none other than proud MFCC member Jack Renfrew, who's going to go into an in-depth interview with me about his successful targeting of brown trout in the freshwater lakes and ponds of Cape Cod. So we've got a great show in store for you today. Let's dive right on in. Well, as promised, our first guest on today's holiday edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is none other than MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you on this eve before Christmas Eve? Doing pretty well, Kevin. Just took my dog Rosie for a walk. A little chilly out there, but a beautiful day. How are you? It is very brisk. I got to admit, I've been out and about a couple times today, and I think the high temperature, you know, we might have made it to freezing today, but it's certainly gotten pretty chilly, and I'd imagine a lot of the ponds here on Cape are, you know, already experiencing ice, and if they haven't, it's not far away. I know. I know. It really seems like we were just having beach days back in July as well. Time really flies. Now, we've got a great show lined up for the folks today little bit of a, a Christmas or holiday treat lined up. We're going to be joined by Ryan, who's on the line with me right now. And then we're going to be joined by Ian McPartland from down at the Goose Hummock and Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. So our usual kind of band of merry men here. And But our featured guest on today's podcast is going to be MFCC member Jack Renfrew, who's going to join us later in the show to discuss brown trout. And Ryan, I'm really excited about that conversation. Yes, I asked Jack if he'd like to be on the podcast because he's been absolutely hammering big brown trout at night this past week on Cape. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what Jack has to say. I'm guessing you probably had a really good conversation with him. So if you're listening to the show, that conversation with Jack is going to come up just a little bit later in the podcast. Ryan, one thing I also wanted to mention During today's show, it's the holiday season. Hopefully, everybody's kind of in the giving mood. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, which I know a lot of folks are, if you'd kindly take the time to leave a review, a five-star review would totally be very helpful to us on the iTunes platform. And I understand we're willing to get in the giving mood ourselves. We're going to give out a prize to somebody who leaves us a five-star review. Yeah, I was thinking of giving away a couple My Fishing Cape Cod hats. So if you go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, if there's multiple people who leave reviews, then I'll do a quick little drawing for two My Fishing Cape Cod hats as a small little thank you. Because it's not something we really talk much about at all, Kevin, are the reviews on iTunes. But, you know, like you said, if you're willing to do it, we'll uh, hopefully mail you out a hat. 
Yeah, and those reviews aren't necessarily to, you know, pump Ryan and my ego at all, but certainly it, it helps hearing the kind words, but it also helps the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast get some recognition amongst the iTunes podcast community and become more visible to potential new listeners, which is something that we're always thinking about doing is how can we, you know, help the podcast reach more folks and help more folks. Exactly. Exactly. I know reviews are a big part of the iTunes algorithm. So if we can get a couple reviews, then it'll just help to grow everything that much more. Now, speaking of all this technological stuff, you mentioned the word algorithm. Uh, Let's get into the website. I know you've been very busy at the computer. This time of year is good for that when the weather gets cold for you. But I know you've been doing some improvements to MyFishingCapeCod.com. Yeah, so for folks who aren't familiar with how website stuff works, it's kind of like having a boat. At the end of the year, you got to put it away. There's always stuff that you got to fix. And Kevin, the My Fishing Cape Cod boat, so to speak, is now over a decade old. And I decided to work with an expert who is going to speed optimize MyFishingCapeCod.com and just make it that much quicker so it will be much more enjoyable to spend time on the website. And Ryan, along those lines as well, it's not only speed and and optimization for folks that are kind of navigating or browsing through the website, but I understand you're making it a little bit easier to navigate in terms of the different sections and categories of the website. Yes. So with over 1,000 blog posts and videos, not to mention articles, PDFs, and all sorts of other goodies, it can be difficult to find things from time to time. So I'm improving the search functionality on the website, and I'm also recategorizing things on the website to make it easier to discover some of the content. So for example, if you're on a desktop computer and you go to the navigation menu, you'll see a new menu item called Categories. If you click on that, it'll open up a bunch of different databases where things are organized underneath freshwater fishing, striped bass fishing, tuna fishing, et cetera, et cetera, in a little bit more visually appealing, easier to navigate way. I haven't been able to bring this over to the mobile version of the site yet, but that's on the agenda for the next couple of weeks. So always trying to make the site better, and I'm really excited about these improvements. Now, another thing I know you've been very busy working on during this winter season is the My Fishing Cape Cod TV show. Where are we with that? Uh, What's the latest episode that you've been working on? Well, I've got four episodes almost done, and this latest episode is a cast netting live pogie episode with Captain Cullen and a group of members from My Fishing Cape Cod. It happened back on June 3rd, 2021. Cullen went out cast netted a bunch of live pogies. I got it all on video. And then we used those pogies with circle hooks to catch stripers of up to 40 pounds. So this will be a great episode for anybody who's interested in learning about fishing with live pogies. Now, moving over to the website, I know one of the things that you've been most excited about in our recent visits here on the podcast is all the great content that's being worked on and contributed by some of the members themselves. Uh, one thing I know you wanted to talk about today is Robbie Griffin's post uh, on South Shore fishing. Yes, Robbie Griffin, he's a member of my fishing Cape Cod, younger guy, fishes the South Shore, so a little north to the Cape, 
but I know we have so many listeners who fish from the canal all the way up to Boston. And Robbie contributed a very in-depth season in review article for the South Shore. And he even talks about lobstering along the South Shore. So that's got to be going live within the next week or so. We also had a trout magnet article by Anthony Vesaw go live on the website yesterday. And this trout magnet combo is killer right now on rainbow trout and other species. So if you're thinking about going trout fishing, I would definitely check out that latest article from Anthony. Last week, we republished an oystering on Cape Cod article about how to get started. That's a great read. Published a new drone video a couple days ago. And then next week, we've got some articles about holdover striper fishing. Another striped bass article going up on Monday about different prey items that stripers eat. And next Friday, we're going to launch a Fish Snacks Lures giveaway. So a lot of activity on the site, even though it's the off-season. Well, there is no off-season for us, you know, maintaining the site, as you mentioned, and putting out podcasts and creating content. So the members can look forward to, you know, not, not only podcasts and articles on the website, the My Fishing Cape Cod TV show, there's just tons of stuff that's still going to be coming down the pipe at them throughout the winter season. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what Ian and the rest of the guys have to say in today's podcast. And for everybody who's listening, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. And I'll check in with you guys in 2022. Well, next up on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy Ian McPartland from Down Behind the Counter at the Goose Hummock Shop in beautiful Orleans, Massachusetts. Ian, first of all, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thank you. Same back at you. Has the shop been pretty busy with some last-minute shoppers the last couple days? Yeah, I mean, uh, I had the last two days off, but this morning has been um, people have been banging out like the last-minute pickups, doing the little stock and stuffer deals, whether it's hats, Yeti, or uh, T-shirts, hoodies, that kind of stuff. Now, for you personally, you mentioned you had the last couple days off. Did you get a chance to do any fishing during that time? Yeah, I actually had a banner day um, at Peter's Pond on Tuesday. I woke up early and got a good shiner bite in the morning. I ran out of shiners, and they were still biting, so I uh, switched it up to the Baker jerkbait and still proceeded to catch more fish. It was good. Very cool. Uh, can you walk us through, you know, some of the different species you were targeting or catching that day? Yeah, so uh, I got two big banger perch um, on the shiners, and mm-hmm. then I got four browns. They were really finicky, though, on the bite, so they would pick it up, um and just drop it like right away so i had to like flip the bale as soon as they would hit um and let them kind of take it for a couple of mississippis before i'd set the hook on them now you guys still have shiners and stuff for people looking to kind of use live bait in the freshwater fishery we absolutely will i'm gonna get a couple tonight um because my mom kind of kicks me out of the house for for cooking time you know yeah that's good to have that kind of outdoor escape now for people coming in the store are you still kind of hearing, uh, you know, folks maybe trying to target holdovers or any type of salt water, or is it pretty much predominantly just been folks coming in to gear up for freshwater over the winter? Yeah, I would say it's predominantly freshwater, um, but I have been getting a couple of schoolies. Uh, this week I didn't really go after them. I just did more freshwater, but last week I actually, uh, I actually got five in pretty rapid succession. Well, that's really cool. And I, I know in terms of the holdover fishery, Every once in a while, you can kind of run into a big fish here and there. I think Ryan ran into 
a fish within the last couple of years that was almost 20 pounds as a holdover. Yeah, um, I actually, one of the ones I got last week was uh, was 33 inches. So, wow. Uh, a little on the emaciated side for, for that inch fish, but mm. still pretty solid. I'm using my freshwater rod, so I'm taking the same tackle that I would use for, for honestly, for the trout and large use uh to those so it was um it was a lot of fun random question for you ian will you do any ice fishing this winter when everything freezes up yeah i will um one of my close friends uh his parents live on lake sunapee okay um and we'd like to go up there for like a long weekend and do some ice fishing unfortunately his father which is a, an absolute fishing legend up there um got covid last year so oh, i didn't get to i didn't get to make up there but we try to at least a couple times in the winter time. Let's talk about the goose real quick before I let you go. Um, how about store hours this week with the Christmas holiday? I'm guessing you guys are all closed up Christmas Day. Correct. Yep. And then it's just going to be back to normal on uh, on the the day after. You know, we'll be here for for doing returns or swaps or purchasing all that uh, the gift card money. You know. Yep, and in terms of last-minute shoppers, I know you guys had the Mighty Fish 2021 holiday gift guide, which is probably still available on the mightyfish.com. And do you guys have anything else kind of going on in-store sale-wise? Um, nothing right now, to be totally honest, because it's, uh, it's just pretty busy. Um, but we do, we do try to promote um, more online sales with uh, pretty much something new every day, you know? Yep. So head on over to the mightyfish.com where you'll find the Mighty Fish 2021 Holiday Gift Guide. And I would encourage everybody, if you're in the area and you're on Cape, you know, stop in the store, talk to Ian, talk to one of the members of the great staff. And you guys do a tremendous job. I've done my Christmas shopping there. I did quite a few items last year. And you guys are just a tremendous resource for, I think, helping pick out the perfect gift for the outdoorsmen in people's lives. Yeah, I mean, the fact that matters is that a lot of people are just walking out. Uh, I know locally here we've got Nickerson State Park, so people will just be walking their dogs. And everybody needs a warm hoodie. So mm -hmm. whether it's a hoodie or a beanie or something like that to keep warm in just the weather, um, we got you covered. And you guys have the Yeti line, which is amazing. Well, Merry Christmas, my friend, and I look forward to having you back on the podcast in 2022. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Have a great day, man. Well, our next guest on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. Bruno, Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas to you, Kevin, and Merry Christmas to all the MFC members. And uh, I wish you all a healthy, happy, and safe holiday season. What do you have on the docket with the family for Christmas? Do you guys do it at your house, or are you going to be traveling? Um, no, we'll be home. I think uh, we're going to lay low, uh, try to be safe, and, um, and uh, you know, Drink and be merry, I guess, is the uh, is the slogan for our household. And what's going on down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, Bruno, for the holiday? I'm guessing you guys are closed Christmas Day, but give us some updates on uh, when you guys are going to be open. Yeah, you know, we're going to be open until about 3 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and then we'll be uh, gone for the whole weekend, and we'll be back at it on Monday. You got anything new kind of in the works, Bruno, for sales or deals or anything for around the new year? Yeah, right now they just came out with a holiday incentive. You could lease a seven-passenger Mitsubishi Outlander full-size SUV for zero down with 350 bucks a month payment. And that's a fully loaded car. So if you're in the market for an SUV, come check it out. 
And Bruno, in terms of the the members that are listening, are you going to be in the office a little bit more this winter? I know you're usually kind of splitting your time between the Gaviota and the office, but if folks want to come in, kind of meet with you and maybe look at an automobile, are you around the dealership? I absolutely am. This is the time of year when I uh, really go into the office and grind it and and make sure that uh, everything is in place so that in the summer I don't, you know, have to be so involved. Luckily, I have a great group of folks that uh, keep the keep the place going without me here. But uh, we do. We are pretty excited because uh, on January third, um, right after the new year, we're going to be opening our new dealership, which is called Carmart, which is going to be on Route One in Walpole, right on the Auto Mile. Um, so if for, for the folks that uh, you know want to uh, want to get a deal with the MFCC deals on a car, they, and they don't live on the Cape, now we're going to opportunity for them to go right to the Auto Mile out of Boston. Well, that's awesome. And will you be kind of splitting your time, Bruno, between those two locations? My guess is it's it's your new baby. You're going to be up there a little bit. Yeah, I'll be up there a lot for the next three, four months, and then uh, and then hopefully before we know it, here we'll be you know, squid fishing and the season will start up. Now, during the winter, as we're all freezing and we're waiting for the spring to come, and as you mentioned, the gaviota to get back in the water, will you take any time off, do any traveling this winter? Yeah, you know, from January through March, it's uh, pretty quiet here on the Cape, so we make it a, we make a good effort as a family to uh, head down south. So we got some trips planned to the Caribbean and to Florida to get away in January, February, and March, and then, uh, and, uh, and you know, hopefully the season will be right around the corner. I mean, as, as, you know, this is the time of year where I'll just sit on my phone and I'll look at some of these pictures we took of the trips we took and, and really put together and be grateful for such an unbelievable season this year. And um, it's, it's a great time to really reflect on um, how our season and how our year went. Well, I'm really looking forward as well. We're going to be putting some podcasts together here after the holiday break with yourself and Cousin Eddie and Ryan and a bunch of other guests we have lined up with some some great fishing topics that we're going to be doing more of kind of an informative tutorial, if you will, type podcast. So I'm really looking forward to this winter with a little bit of downtime and kind of taking a deeper dive into the podcast with you and Eddie and Ryan and everybody else. And I'm just very grateful, Bruno, for our chats every week. And you're an awesome member of the MFCC community and the Cape Cod community. And it's just a pleasure to be with you every week. The pleasure's mine, man. I, I, I can't tell you, you know, how happy I am and how, how excited I am at how, you know, many listeners we've gotten now that, that tune in every week and uh it's really a privilege for me to be able to put out as much um you know data and 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 live forecasts and how-to uh conversations for guys that want to get out on the water and and uh, have some fun you know well 2021 was a lot of fun i think 2022 is going to be even better bruno so a merry christmas to you and your beautiful family and a happy new year and we'll be back on the air together coming up here shortly at the start of january you too kevin i'm looking forward to it and uh merry christmas to everybody and if i don't talk to you happy new year 
Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, we want to welcome in a first-time podcast guest, and that is proud MFCC member Jack Renfrew. Jack, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. How's your year been going fishing-wise, Jack? Um, This year has actually been excellent. And just to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Jack, where do you live, where are you from, and kind of how did you get into fishing? Um, I currently live in Hyannis but I grew up in Sandwich on the backside of Snake Pond. Nice. Um, my dad got me into hunting and fishing uh, when I was quite little, about two years old. Um, started out catching panfish like most kids do and immediately saw him being out catching bigger fish all over the place and had to, uh, had to follow along. So, Jack, would you say you do a little bit of salt and a little bit of freshwater? Or are you mostly freshwater? I do, uh, I do a, a, a pretty good mix of salt and freshwater. Awesome. And I know what we've brought you on to today's show to talk about is brown trout, something I don't know a ton about, but something that you're pretty familiar with, huh? Yes. Uh, I've spent the last couple of years um, trying to perfect that and, uh, from, and you know, asking a lot of people about what they know and bouncing intel off uh, other friends and fellow fishermen I run into out on the water. So looking at the last couple of weeks here, can you give us a brown trout report? Uh, the last couple weeks, it's actually been pretty good. So the brown trout um, actually do come into the shallow waters to spawn, even though they are sterile for the most part. Mm. Um, they do go through the motions of that. So on any calm night or uh, if you can find a any kind of little cove in any of the ponds that are stocked where um, it comes up pretty shallow for a ways, the brown trout cruise those looking for food because they're spawning and they're looking for mates, even though they don't actually produce any uh, live fry at the end of everything. They come to the shallows um, at night looking for crayfish, minnows, uh, worms, whatever may be around there is when they like to hunt. So do you predominantly fish for these guys at night? Is That's when they're kind of drawn in close to shore? Yeah, but I, you know, it's not to say I haven't caught some pretty big ones or was during the middle of the day. Um, one of my friends I fish with quite often. Uh, he caught a he caught one a couple of weeks ago that was almost six pounds, and it was about lunchtime. So, from your experience, especially over the last couple of weeks, with the fresh information that you have, what are some of the baits, uh, swimming bait or, or a lure, or like you mentioned, they eat you know maybe night crawlers and some other things? Are you using uh, a lure or using live bait? What are you using on them? I predominantly fish live bait at night. But uh, it's not to say I haven't gone out and caught them and targeted them uh, on pretty on well lit moonlit nights, and it's nice and calm out. If you make a long long cast of like if you have any kind of light rod reel setup you really like to use, doesn't matter what it is, and you reel a broke back Rapala across the surface, just waking it, not really getting it to go down, just waking it. The brown trout actually hit those just like topwater. So anyone with a topwater that likes the topwater fish a lot, that's actually a real good thing to go out and do at night. Put on a pair of waders and walk around and make long casts and reel them in nice and slow. Uh, you'll catch bass, smallmouth, trout, perch, white perch. Everything likes this kind of retrieve. Um, during the daytime, I like to use gold cast masters. And uh, you know, Zuri pins minnows, 
uh, any kind of your favorite trout spinner, do the job. Now in the evening, as you mentioned, you like to fish a lot of live bait. Are you using kind of small shiners or, or what's your pleasure? I use, uh, I try and use about a medium sized one to try and keep the perch away because the perch, if you start getting perched up, try and move a little bit because they do travel in big schools and they will make short work of whatever you brought for bait. Another favorite bait of mine is to go into the creeks and trap um, what some people call mummy chogs, banded killifish, fathead minnows. They actually can go, uh, they, they interchange pretty well between the salt and fresh water. And the brown trout seem to really enjoy those, especially if you can find any, uh, any golden native shiners that we have on Cape Cod here. A lot of the little ponds you see on the side of the road, uh, for instance, like golf course ponds, mm-hmm. have them in them. Now, I've noticed that if you go to the mass.gov website, they've got a lot of ponds and, and uh, lakes throughout Massachusetts. For example, they've got Sheep Pond and Brewster, but a lot of the list doesn't really kind of dive into Cape Cod very well, at least in my opinion. A lot of these ponds are kind of targeted towards central and western Massachusetts, out towards Stockbridge and Belchertown, Concord, Pittsfield, all those other towns. So for somebody like myself that doesn't have a ton of knowledge, right, in the, in the Cape Cod pond system that do get stocked, would you recommend any, you know, particular ponds or any towns to check out uh, as a, kind of a novice beginner? Any of the ponds in Nickerson State Park, Big Cliff and Little Cliff out there, both have really big brown trout in them. That's for people up this way, uh, more towards Mid-Cape area, um, if you're more towards the bridge, I'd suggest Peter's Pond or um, Spectacle Pond Sandwich. And then if you're kind of middle of the Cape Mashpee, Falmouth area, John's Pond, the Schumann Pond are also two, two heavily stocked ponds. Now, when you're kind of planning out your fall and winter, you mentioned all these great potential spots and ponds. Like, what's your window for targeting these guys in the fall and winter? They trout typically get stocked around Columbus Day every year for the fall. Okay. So I'll go, I, I like to go after, to, to target the really big ones, I like to target them after Thanksgiving when it's cold. Not many people want to be out at night. You don't really run into any other fishing pressure. You don't run into people that, you know, if the wind's blowing real hard one way and you don't feel like traveling a long distance, you don't want to get to your one spot and find four people fishing this little tiny cold that's protected by the wind. Mm. So I, I, I really don't mind traveling, but I've had uh, I've had some tremendous luck lately in a couple of the upper Cape ponds, uh, especially in Nickerson State Park. This winter alone so far, we've got, uh, I think, between the, the couple of us that fish together, I think we've got about four or five brown trout between three and five pounds and a lot of other, a lot of other really nice ones, just not that heavy. So the crew that you kind of brown trout fish with, are they all MFCC members as well? I believe a few of them are. Nice. Another question I have for you, and this is kind of piggybacking into your weather window. You said you prefer it cold. I know these ponds, you know, we might even be a matter of days, if not already happening, where a lot of these ponds will get ice on them. And before you know it, you know, these ponds will have ice probably thick enough for you to stand on. Can you kind of ice fish for these guys as well throughout the winter? Absolutely, you can. Um, the only thing different about that is instead of using a sounder and setting your bait at a certain depth, when you fish for trout, they like the high oxygen contented water. 
all the trout are stocked in places that are deep and fairly large and can hold them and have a have like a they, they get a little bit colder than some of the shallow ponds people you would normally try and bass fish in. Now, one thing I just picked up on the the internet when kind of prepping for our conversation today was just last year, actually, this past winter, not even a year ago, there was a a Massachusetts resident out in Hinsdale, which is, I think, the western part of the state, that was actually ice fishing and caught a 15-pound brown trout. So there are some big boys out there. Yes. uh, Actually, the places that stock the trout, they rotate out their breeders. So every so many years those fish will become inadequate to them. Okay. And they will put them in one of the ponds. That fish probably came from a hatchery out in that part of the state. Yeah, I'm looking at a post from the Massachusetts Division of Fisheries and Wildlife from, it looks like, about last January. And, and what a fish. So I just wanted kind of folks to know, uh, you know, the size range of the fish you've been running into down Cape, you know, some of the good ones, three to five pounds. But every once in a while, you may run into a monster. Yes, I've had friends um, catch them anywhere from five to eight pounds. Mm. I personally haven't seen one over eight, but it's not to say that they aren't there. Now, one last thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is, you know, can you keep these fish and are they edible? I know you yourself are a catch and release guy, but is that possible? Absolutely. You can absolutely keep these fish and eat them. Um, But the big ones, I do like to try and release those. A lot of the ones that you're going to catch um, the rainbow trout are going to be the ones that will swallow your bait up pretty whole. Mm. That time, it, if they do end up swallowing it too much and I can't get my hook back and they haven't, you know, they've they've died and, and try to resuscitate them, I will take them back home and uh, cook them. And there's a number of different recipes you can use. I think I've heard of folks smoking them as well. So you can smoke them, you, they, you can uh, clean them and gut them, and put them with salt, pepper, butter, lemon, right on the grill, wrapped in foil. The skin peels right off. Uh, it's a flaky, flaky, darker meat. Um, I don't think it, I personally don't eat the trout, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people that really, really enjoy it. Now, Jack, before I let you go, think about maybe when you just started targeting these fish however many years ago it was and are there three pieces or two pieces or even one piece of information that you would find really helpful to kind of a new beginner novice fisherman that was looking to target brown trout over this fall and winter i think the one thing that has stuck out to me that uh, i was told when i started was um, start your start your search for the fish Mm. in a rocky rocky shallow transition where you got some rock some sand and make the longest cast you can possibly make and be patient because there, nine times out of ten there are fish there that are just cruising it's just a matter of putting the bait to them in the right way that'll get them to bite i have fished the same 25 foot area for half an hour and just from about to give up and try maybe somewhere else. I throw a cast maybe somewhere a little bit differently that I haven't been trying. Try just a little bit different of a retrieve, and that will trigger the strike. Keep in mind, you never you never get a bite for no reason, in no matter what kind of fishing you're doing. It's all about how you present your bait to those fish. 
Well, Jack, thank you for all the expertise and knowledge that you shared with us on today's program. It was a pleasure to sit down with you for the first time, and hopefully we can get you back on the podcast in 2022. Absolutely. I would love to join you guys and share some more stories. All right, Jack, take care and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. My thanks to proud MFCC member Jack Renfrew for taking time out of his busy holiday week and joining us here on the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. If you'd like more information from Jack, you can feel free to contact him directly in the forum. He's an extremely engaging and active member in the MFCC forum. So that's going to put a wrap on today's program. We want to take a moment to thank all of our guests, starting with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins, Ian McPartland from down at the Goose Hummock, Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, and last but not least, Jack Renfrew, who just joined us. Now, more importantly than all those guys, I just want to personally take a minute to thank all of you, the listeners and the members of MyFishingCapeCod.com, who have taken the time out of their weeks, their months, and their years throughout this season and the last eight or nine years that we've been doing this and taking time out of your busy lives to join us here every week or two. I can't tell you what your loyalty and listenership means to me personally as the guy that's sitting here behind the controls of this podcast. It really helps to hear from so many of you that are listening that I'm not here talking to myself. There's so many folks that enjoy the podcast and are able to get some really valuable information out of it. So from the Collins family to all your families, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season, and a happy, healthy, fishy new year. So that's going to put the wraps on another year of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the final time in 2021, this is your host Kevin Collins signing off. And until we chat again in 2022, tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care. <laughs>